What's up, world? Welcome to Cloud Conversations with your hosts, Lorian Mercado and... I'm Harvey Banks. Boom. The podcast where two longtime friends talk about anything and everything. From the daily live to what's trending to shit that'll make you say, what the fuck? Well, what's good, Harvey? How is your Tuesday going, man? Oh, Tuesday's not bad. It's, uh, what is this, day four of quarantine, three of quarantine for me? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just uh, making it yeah. <laughs> in a house so, with multiple children who are doing yeah. e-learning, and it's the worst. So you're quarantining yourself then, or what's going on? You got some new news? Yeah, uh, so last week, my son got sent home because he had close contact with um, someone that had tested positive at school on his basketball team. So we got him tested last week. He also tested positive. Um, then I got tested, and I'm still waiting for my results. Actually, right? Are you showing? Are you showing any symptoms at all? Or so I had, uh, yeah, not yesterday, day before yesterday, I had a slight fever, but yeah, that was about it. But I could feel it, and I just fucking loaded up on some vitamin C. Right, uh, right now it's allergy season, so my yeah, allergies already got me man it's kicking my ass but it, it was doing that before this shit <laughs> oh, yeah. and so so yeah no i'm not he, he doesn't he doesn't and hasn't really had any symptoms either so we just kind of riding it out and trying to be responsible americans there you go acting like akon up in there locked up locked <laughs> that's up. how i feel too and then having to do like e-learning because like the kids that even the kids that aren't positive well they've now had close contact with positive so they have to stay home too you know what i mean right and so, so how many, like, how many people you run in your family right now uh let's see one two three four five six six of them are here in the house that was six children two adults Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah, and of which let's see one two three four of four of them are doing e-learning oh yeah so now how yeah. school how's the school situation in indiana right now have they closed down fully Man, or they- it's not nah, it's not it's fucking littered too so we get email alerts every time a student tests positive yeah um period in the day it happens multiple times a day every single day i'm getting emails about kids that are testing kids or staff that are testing positive some districts have shut it down. Others haven't. Um, Indiana's a very fun place because like <laughs> it's it's interesting. And I always try to explain this to people too because it's like, I live in Indianapolis, right? It's a metropolitan city. It's a large city. And yeah. we benefit from living in a large city. Outside of Indianapolis though, is small town America. And it's small, small town. But right. those small towns actually make up more of Indiana than Indianapolis does. <laughs> and sometimes, like, living in Indy, we forget that. Mm-hmm. That, like, no, the majority of this state isn't this liberal. Isn't this accepting? Isn't this forward-thinking? Isn't this educated? And I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's just... Excuse me. You go to some of these sections of Indianapolis or Indiana, excuse me, and it's you could just tell they don't they they're not that educated. So like they get their news from Facebook and friends. Right. 
And so it's like, hey, like I, I and it's like, whoa. Y'all are repeating and reposting and saying this stuff. Y'all know that's not true, right? So what are they doing different as opposed to they are fighting they're fighting every measure that's put into place to protect us right so w- w- the reason i went down that rabbit hole was people here generally know wear your mask even if you don't believe this virus is real even if you fucking hate wearing a mask like i do right mm-hmm. and you don't know how effective any of this shit is we just wear a mask because it's respectful We're respectful of other people right yeah they see but the general consensus throughout the state is that somehow wearing a mask is infringing on their rights. And so they're protesting having to wear a mask, but like they're the numbers of the people dying are in their demographics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, like you don't see the correlation here between like deaths and like, your behaviors. Yeah. It's so interesting. I think a lot of the population has this mentality of, well, at least it's not me, even though it's my city, my town, uh, my neighborhood, at least it's not me. And until it hits that person, then they might change. But it did from uh, honestly, if I'm that person, like if, if we're being, if I'm being honest, like I, yeah. I never disrespected it. Like I always was like, Oh, it's real. I don't know how, I don't know how deadly it is. I'm not a scientist, but I do believe it's kind of real, right? Yeah. I hate wearing this fucking mask like everybody else. But you there still are wear still, it, yeah. I just wore it just, if nothing else, for other people. Yeah. If it really makes other people feel protected, I don't have a good argument for not wearing it that's not selfish. Yeah, I wore mine just to get into stores. I'll be real with that. <laughs> yes! And, 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 and for the record... If I were to go to Target and they say, yeah, we don't really have the mask policy anymore. It's kind of up to you guys. I don't think I'd wear my mask, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I would either. But I would, especially now that uh, you've been prone to it. Yeah. It's made me for the past couple of days, like a little, not, I'd say a little leery about it. As in like, now I know somebody stands close to me or they hand me something. I'm like, what? Yes, it can. It's, I do. I only seeing my son's test come back positive was when I was like, Oh shit. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Oh damn. Like, I mean, I know it's real, but I see it now. It's yeah, here. It's, like, it's in my house for real. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. So I follow this um, travel blogger on Instagram and I won't send out his, his little title and stuff like that. He does a lot of traveling overseas and stuff like that, uh, where he's from, but Mm -hmm. he's taken a recent journey uh, to the States and he, and I've, and just, and he updates it every day and shares his stories. So within the past four days, he wanted to travel to five different States and, you know, he blasted out there that he's looking for somebody in the States in this particular area uh, that could just willing to drive him around. Uh, just cause he's a really popular guy. So there's a lot of, uh, people pretty much raising their hand for the position type thing. And while he's sharing these stories, he's traveling. Uh, I think he started in Montana and he was going all around that area to like Atlanta to, to Tennessee and stuff like that. And all around those areas and his videos, he was like, 
yo, America's a bit crazy because he's kind of a night owl and he likes to go out. And he's at all these different place, places in all these different states. And it, and they're happening places. He's at bars and all the bars yeah. are filled up. Yeah. Like it, it looked like, honestly, the down south, it looks like they said, fuck it. And they, so, yeah, down <laughs> south, they definitely said, fuck that shit. But even here in Indiana, we kind of kind of said, fuck it, adjacent. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, listen, the bars have to close at midnight. The bars are still open there? Fam, they're open, but they got to close at midnight. Because I don't know if you knew this, after midnight, that's when you can catch COVID. Like, <laughs> and it's what? like, that's crazy. It's like, I mean, what are we doing? And now, like, a lot of the restaurants have the pods outside. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like, so wait, you can't eat inside, but you can eat inside if inside is outside. <laughs> oh, man, that's so interesting. The From the demographics of the of the United States, at least, I met uh, an Uber driver. Him and his wife just got back from San Diego. And they're like, oh, we went to Old Town San Diego, and it was, like, completely full. And then 30 minutes away into deeper San Diego, everything was on lockdown. You couldn't even eat outside on the open patios that they had because it was super strict. And now in Oregon, it's the same way. You can eat outside, but everything's closed. There's not one bar open and no gyms open. But So I'm curious to see how that kind of pans out between the states because – that's yeah, and it's funny because it, it, it comes down to jurisdictions too. It's it's gotten weird here because like we have a we have a Republican governor, mm-hmm. but a Democrat mayor. Okay. <laughs> like the mayor of the largest city, which is Indianapolis, is actually a Democrat. Because we're a large metro area, we those tend to be more liberal, right? Mm-hmm. And so like the governor comes out and pretty much doesn't put any real restrictions on people. But the mayor does and so like then you have the governor kind of giving people the right to break a mayor's orders yeah when technically it's the mayor's orders so like i live across the street well down the block and across the street i can't go into that mcdonald's but the one on this side of the street i could go into because it's it's hamilton county it's a different county and the mayor doesn't have power in that county that goes to the governor or the mayor of this county. And the mayor of this county has said, we're just following the governor. So like, that's such a trip. The target over here across the street from my house has different rules than the target. That's two blocks that way. Because like, yeah, it's just wild, man. It's just wild, but it's a, uh, the vaccine is rolling out. And so I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that people don't feel so strongly about this. Meaning, you know what I mean? Meaning I feel like it didn't help that COVID happened in a political season. <laughs> yeah. And it forced a bunch of people to kind of take sides yeah. and people went so hard for one side or the other that now they kind of have to stick on that side. If that makes sense? Like they feel they're going to feel like, well, shit, I went so hard for Trump or for Biden and or against mask or for mm-hmm. mask that like now I've got to take the vaccine or I, I, I can't take the vaccine now. I, I didn't. I said it wasn't real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I'm hoping that like maybe the whole it can die down and people just say, hey, 
take the vaccine or don't take the vaccine. Let's not make this a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, it's a vaccine is only as effective as the amount of people that take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that these are these are effective. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I do know one thing: if no one takes it, ain't gonna work. That's right. Ain't gonna work. So I'm not telling people to take the vaccine. I'm not telling people not to take the vaccine. I'm saying make your own decisions based off of what you've been making decisions on when it comes to your children. By the way, if your kids go to a public school, don't talk to me about not letting them take that vaccine. Mm -hmm. You let them pump your kids full of other vaccines that you don't even know the names or what they're fighting for. It's a series of about 14 of them by the time they get to sixth grade. Mm Mm-hmm. And now if you can name me all of those, then yeah, you get to choose. But you don't because you don't worry about it. That's true. If no vaccines has always been your thing, cool. I'm not going to judge you for not wanting to take this vaccine. If you also, I don't take the flu shots and shit like that. Oh, that's cool. Right. I get what's, it. The, what's interesting is the the CEO of Pfizer. Uh, did you see that little newsreel where it was oh. like... The, the the chick was like getting the, the shot in her arm and everybody was up in smiles and shit like that. Yeah. But then it turns out the, the Pfizer, Pfizer CEO, when he's when when asked, they're like, Well, did you take the vaccine shot yet? And he was like, No. Uh I'm did, just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for a little bit and see. Well, so I seen he was on yesterday morning, he was on CNN and uh Dr. Gupta asked him a, a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And he asked him that one specifically. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that stuff before. And he was yeah. like, and so he said, Let me clarify why. And he said basically what they did was they have like a more morality meetings all the time, right? Okay. And he was like, We them and a few other big pharma companies and he's like you have to at some point we have to like balance our profit versus morality so we have a whole division that just is like is this right you know what i mean yeah definitely so he's like if we present a new product with a new price they will they can step in and change the price they'll analyze it and be like is this a fair price is this fair is this right and he was like so in the meetings I'm not high risk, nor am I a healthcare worker. I wouldn't, if I wasn't the CEO of this company, I wouldn't really be eligible to be getting a shot first. I will take the vaccine, but the morality group up said that none of us should be taking it unless we're high risk. <laughs> and he's like, so we're waiting. I will probably get mine in the second round of a hundred million I will be taking it, but like, it didn't make sense for me to take it just because I'm the CEO of this company. Hmm. That's that sounds, what he said. That's a bit odd. I mean, the gentleman's what, 59 years old, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. I mean, you're super rich and you know, you take, I'm sure you take a lot of safety precautions than everybody else does during this and you're in the mix. And so if anything, you could take it whenever you want to, especially your fucking CEO of a creating company. Yo, he's this. I wonder. I want to. I wish I knew what his bonus was like. Because <laughs> he he told so the U.S. ordered a hundred million doses. Yeah, that they need to deliver by April, which he says they can. But they're in conversations now for another three hundred million doses. Yeah, 
that's just on pre-order. And it's like, I wonder what the U.S. gets the rate per dose. Like the business guy in me is like, damn. I wonder what is his bonus tied to profit? Cause shit, that's four hundred million units moved. You know what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. It's yeah. That this probably like I said that was just that's my brain and how it works. I went to like, damn, he's getting that money. But yeah, I don't know. Like I he's said, vaccine wise, vaccine wise, just do your thing. Just but be consistent. If you if you're not gonna take it and you don't take other vaccines, that's cool. Right. You don't have to tell nobody. If you do want to tell somebody, that's great too. But if you take everything else under the sun and your ass is talking about you're not going to take this, if you be taking them uh, diet pills and shit, <laughs> need to, I'm going to need more science. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going to need more reason behind that shit. It was funny. I saw a meme earlier today and it was like, so Pfizer is actually the same company that uh, creates Viagra. And it was like, <laughs> which I didn't know. <laughs> and it was like, yo, if Pfizer can cure, you know, people rising back from the dead, they can yeah. cure the living. And Facts. Like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I never knew that. Oh, yeah. And they also created fucking uh, Zoloft. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's one of those, the antidepressant uh, medicines that's like, popular so if you have like you know depression you're most like and you're on pills you're probably taking zoloft good to know i tell you what i gotta quarantine any any longer than these 14 days and i'm gonna need some zoloft heck you can get the package deal pfizer (laughs) shit yeah hey send send that zoloft with my vaccine can y'all just put all this shit in one (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got time for sex. Just throw in the little Viagra pills, too. Yeah, I, I need this. I actually throw in the Viagra. I might not need the Zoloft. Right? <laughs> but yeah, no. So how do you find your... What are you doing? Spending your time at home now? You have all this time at home. Do you have a... Is that a, is that a new outlook? A fresh outlook? Or is it Damn, like, listen, fuck this I've shit? Been, it's, it's not fuck this shit. I love being at home. But... Yeah. I did tell myself today, I was like, I got to get a schedule because I'm still in my pajamas. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, but I ain't did shit today, bro. Shit. And, and, and it's not, it's no problem with not doing shit as long as there's not shit that you wanted to get done. And like, there's shit that I wanted to do that I didn't do today. But yeah. um, as far as, man, you know, sports. I'm watching sports. I'm messing with the kids, helping them with the e-learning. I don't, I'm complaining, but I, I understand I'm kind of, I'm fortunate, right? There are some way worse scenarios that people could be in having to quarantine and not have any resources or be, you know, broke and, or facing eviction or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say what they're going to lift that. Uh, that rent shit in January, right? To where, you know, everybody's rent got put on hold throughout all of this, and then like they're kicking it back up in January, right? Absolutely. So if they're if they don't get this uh COVID relief package done, then yeah, I mean, people are going to be. We're talking about millions of people facing eviction, right? And it's like even if they're not facing eviction, they're gonna have to pay this money back. 
that they owe to these landlords. Yeah. And so like, like it's, it's a scary thing, man. Man, real estate has I'm, not taken a hit at all. They're like, we're getting our money either way. I'm fortunate enough to like we've we we didn't get behind enough to miss any kind of payments throughout right. this whole pandemic or anything like that. So I'm fortunate that we didn't have to think about money. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm I'm very aware of that. I complain, but I'm aware that like this is this is a uh, this is the the best case scenario for for the scenario, right? I have all my resources here at home. I have my I know my children are here. I know that they're safe. Um, even my children that live with their other parent are here, mm-hmm. and they're here now until the twenty sixth. So they're gonna be here for Christmas, and it's it's gonna. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I can't. Yeah, I can't complain. And then my you know my lady, she was sent home from work. To quarantine. It's, it's Christmas holiday. And they're going to pay her. We're good. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so it's like, sit still for a while. Yeah, I guess so. We can spend this family time. We can watch holiday movies and stay in our pajamas and get way too emotionally carried away with these sports. <laughs> yeah. I had to take a shower last night to go to bed at midnight. Because basketball started, right? And you were doing some fan dueling. Yeah, I was I was doing bets on football last night though. Oh, and yeah? uh yeah. I had to take a shower <laughs> to kind of cool off before I went to bed. <laughs> but like it was not funny last night. <laughs> yeah, you now your spread. It was crazy. Yeah. I had an eight leg parlay, and what that is is you have to get you have to hit everything to win it. I had seven of the eight, and then like a last second field goal. Took all my money away. It was an eight dollar <laughs> bet that could have netted me over two grand. So Man. yeah, I was very, time. very, very, very upset. But you know, hey, even in that, I'm kind of fortunate, bro. <laughs> yeah, like you, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, life is good, and I, I wonder yeah. what when you get Christmas presents sent to your house. Are you gonna like? Are you gonna able to touch those boxes, or you know what I mean? Like, if I'm being honest, that's another blessing. I'm not expected to be nowhere on Christmas, right? I don't have to go visit parents or other people's parents, or the, nope. Well, that's a good excuse not to see somebody like that. Yeah. I wonder how many people just gonna be lied, lying this year, like, nah, I can't come over. Hey, you know, that's what I would do. Stay I can't home. Your mom's sorry. Yeah, nah, it's gonna look different this year. My son was saying it too. He's he's about to be 15. And every single Christmas of his life, he has spent Christmas Eve at his grandma's house because she has a big party. Yeah. In which like Santa comes in and they open gifts at like around midnight mm-hmm. every single year. And this is the first year that he's actually not gonna be able to go. And so, like, he's not going to see his grandma or his mom on Christmas Eve or Christmas. And so, like, he was like, that's going to be kind of weird. And it is going to be weird. You know what I mean? So, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is a 14-year streak ending. You know what I mean? It's like, damn. And so, it's like, it's it's going to look different. But all in all, man, we we fortunate as fuck, bro. <sighs> man, I know. I was... Kind of brings me up. So, last night was, like, the whole meteor shower, like, the peak of it. And so yes. I, I kind of stayed in bed and like 11, 11 hit. And I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, fuck. It's like 
yes, let me just step outside and see if it's cloudy or not. So, you know, put on my fucking jacket because I already know it's cold. And I get outside. I'm, I'm listening to some music, which I just found. And I was like, oh, man, this hit, it's perfect with the mood I'm feeling in right now. It's like nice, melodic and smooth. And I get out there and look at the stars, you know, just chilling. And then I see like just like two homeless people walk by. And I'm like, damn. And then it put things in perspective because uh, when I went back inside, I'm still cold. So I'm inside my house, inside my room, underneath my blankets, and I'm still cold. And I was just like, fuck. Hmm. Yeah, empathy kicks in, doesn't it? It kicked in a lot. And it's been kicking like the whole week, honestly. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I do some nighttime runs around like 7.30 and 8 o'clock. And I saw this one dude uh, sleeping on a bench, just sitting up, but had a sleeping bag covered him sleeping up and just his head tucked in and i was just like fuck like how do i fix this <laughs> how do i how do i fix homelessness because i used to be homeless and the two most important things that i thought about was staying warm and having food yeah and it was just like one of those things i was just like fuck so and i know last few podcasts we talked about you know what would you do if you were rich? And I think those would be the first two things I would try to fix in the world would be homelessness and uh, people just not be even getting food. Yeah. And I was just I like, got a question Man. for you. And maybe you, you'll answer it for me because I don't really know. But I've been seeing a lot on Facebook about people saying something's supposed to happen on the 21st. Yeah. Spiritual stuff. I don't know much. I really, I just don't know anything about it, but I didn't know if you did or not. Well, a little bit, and I don't want to jump into <laughs> too deep into it. Let's jump into that on Thursday, okay? Uh, where we can deep dive into that. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. Like, uh, so the planets are going to be in alignment, and they okay. call it, you know, the Jupiter Saturn conjunction, and it's one of those things that hasn't happened for a long time. And the next time it's going to happen is in like 2080, and most of us might be alive. <laughs> but okay. it's one of those rare occurrences that if you have a telescope go see this event uh go outside get to somewhere that's uncloudy and see what's going on uh, okay. but there's a lot of different things with it well, on the spiritual level they say you know we're going to enter the age of aquarius and we'll just let you google that and go from there <laughs> we'll do but we can definitely talk about that next time because it's, uh, a lot that goes into it. And I'm actually reading several books about it, but I don't want to go too deep into my own conspiracies because I will go deep and hard. Deep and hard. <laughs> How did I know you was going there? You nasty. Junal. You stupid. <laughs> Hold on, what the fuck was that accent? What? Who what? Who was it? Oh shit. That, that was that was yeah. Coco Loco. Or it could have been Karma Love. I don't know. Uh, there's multiple of you? Hey, yes, there is. So listen, I was uh I was scrolling Instagram today. And so apparently uh the rapper Common was on the Breakfast Club today, right? Okay. And he said that he so he makes he made a song song with Stevie Wonder, right? 
and they were asking him how he oh, how man. the song came about. Uh, don't do it. I don't. <laughs> it was, it was, he said Stevie Wonder FaceTimed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, why would Stevie choose FaceTime as his mode of communication? What's he gonna do, HB? Text? <laughs> <laughs> well, or just a phone call? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He no, he said very specifically, like actually he called, he FaceTimed me. And it's like he's Do you think Stevie Wonder's a narcissist? Do you think Here's like even question. though he's blind, he's like, yo, I got this going on? I just have a practical question. Like, did he hold the phone up to his face? Damn, half his face is cut off. Like I just don't know what and, if, it, and if, if half his face was cut off, would you correct him? Uh, yo, yo, Stevie, move it to the left, and he moves yeah. it to the right. Man, listen, I don't know, and it reminded me of the, <laughs> the, the my favorite ever Stevie Wonder joke, right? Oh, <laughs> somebody said that Stevie Wonder pays like fifteen thousand dollars a month in child support. Ooh, imagine paying that much child support on some kids you never see. <laughs> Damn. Bam, bam, bam. I don't remember who said it, and I wish I could give them credit because it was a comedian. I don't know who, but that shit. Oh my gosh. As somebody that pays money in child support, let me tell you how funny that is. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. That's fucked. So, so yeah, that was just something stupid. As if you guys can't tell, nothing's nothing's happening today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, today we talked on the phone. I thought it was Monday. I, my days are fucking combining. And fuck, one thing I could remember it was the year 2020, because uh, that's easy to remember. Ain't gonna forget uh, that one. Exactly. Yeah. With all this shit going on. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to about the new year? Anything in particular? About the new year? Yeah. What I'm looking forward to is, oh man. So. These past couple of weeks, actually, not really quarantining myself, like just staying in my house 24-7, but in the fact that uh, I'm not going to an outside job, I'm working from home and doing my own different things. I'm actually, mm-hmm. I've developed a lot of, uh, some good routines. And so I'm actually looking forward to the new year, having that take over into a, a, a new amplified step of myself for the future. I'm just really excited of, about the steps I'm taking now for the future. Uh, I'm a big futurist. So it's just like, I know the things I do today is going to affect tomorrow type thing. And I think the new year is going to bring fuck just another year. And it's good. Like I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm one of those people that's just kind of happy to be here and just in yeah. the times with all this, even with the mess, it's just, a, I think everything's a big experience and shit like that. So but yeah, I, I hope we can like travel that. though. Yeah, you and me both. I'm I like that I'm not a big new year guy. Like, oh, it's gonna be a new year, new you. I'm I'm with that. I'm for that if that's what you're gonna do. If that's what motivates you to do it, I'm for it. I just like new things. Yeah. I like changes. Like literally that it's not gonna be 2020, it's gonna be 2021 now. I do. I, I like stuff like that. That in itself is fucking golden. Like <laughs> I like stuff like that. So it's like I am excited about the new year, but it's not for some, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. 
I just kind of like that shit. You know what I mean? Like, and especially after like 2020 was kind of kind of wild, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, shit, we could have never pictured this a year ago in 2019. You'd have thought, like, come on. Imagine if we were talking on this date a year ago, and I'd have told you, bro, 2020 is gonna be crazy. They're gonna shut the world down. No sports, no none of that. You can't tr- not gonna be able to eat inside restaurants. Not gonna be able to do this. Not gonna be able to do that. You'd have been like, right, right, cool, bro. You, what are you smoking, right? Yeah. Now it's like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, and everyone's gonna be wearing masks everywhere. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like this in a way because just think of all the other years when those people who like, man, I can't wait to New Year or New Year, new me, new goals and shit like that. I'm gonna quit smoking. I'm gonna work out. And yeah, that's kind of like the you know, the stereotypes of it, but it, this year coming out to 2021, it almost wakes you, wakes you up before the new year comes. It's just like, Oh shit. And I think people like are just gotta get better. Exactly. I think people are going to try to start making themselves more prepared to handle shit financially, physically, emotionally. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of like, like you said, it's, it's got like, Whoa, fuck. We weren't ready to deal with this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People that complain about going to work, I think for the first time in a long time, some of them got forced to stay home. And I bet it was 50-50 of people like, holy shit, like we're not meant to be. I'm not built to deal with this. And you know what else I wonder? So people that have been married for a long time, a lot of times the love leaves, right? And it's just a comfortable situation. You go to like the the husband goes to work and he's got his friends and they joke about women and ass and tits all day. Then he comes home and watches sports, goes to sleep, whatever. The wife, the same. She goes to work, talks about why her man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine y'all get quarantined together. I wonder how many marriages aren't going to make it through this. Didn't make it through this year. Because it it could be the first time in a long time where y'all had to be together. Yes. Like actually be together. And, and it either could have A been like, this is fucking over, right? Yeah. I can't do this. I hate this person. Or B, like, I forgot how fucking dope you were. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's true. I like that spectrum of it. And coming yeah. from a brutal guy, I love that this is happening because I'm very strict on on who the person I like I'm with based yeah. on the fact that I'm very picky. And it's just like, I always like say to myself, I wish people would get into a relationship that's not out of lust or puppy love because just, you know, I'm scared to date the next person in my mind because I'm like, wow, if dating to me is the the prerequisite of uh, this person you could spend the rest of your life with. This is a a pre-marriage. And that's what if we could have 14 day trials? Yeah, and I think this is it, the whole quarantine thing. It's like we're like, trying, oh, like, that. like y'all get locked in, you don't have to go to work, you have to you're hanging out. The you you you, you stay with this person for 14 days. Yeah. You're gonna learn so much about that person in 14 days with no distractions. Yep. That would be dope. Like a 14 day trial. And at the end of it, you can just both choose to walk away and never talk again or choose to stay, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think that would you think you'd be as afraid about wasting your time if that were the case. Because I'm trying to figure out like what it is with you. 
Like you, you're picky for a reason. And I, I, I could be wrong. So correct me. I think the reason is you just don't want to waste time. Right. Uh, and like in a relationship. Yeah. 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 No, I, I'm just so scared of the commitment behind it. I'm scared that if I, I, cause I haven't been on a date in a long time. I'm scared that once I go on a date, it's like, I don't let stuff out and I, you know, you can play it smooth, but it's just like my mind will jump to, okay, if this works out well and we go on 50 dates after this and all of a sudden we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And then my head always goes, well, then what down the future? Like, <laughs> so I'm trying to find somebody along with my vibe that says, you know what? I'm willing to take things pretty much slow uh, there are certain goals I want to obtain. I want to amplify each other, travel the world, mind jam, and see what happens later. Because I know girls are very emotional and in their head, uh, you know, in the world we live in, it's like our human DNA, we're picking up mates, you know, you know, it's kind of one of the reasons why we like girls with like, you know, some titties that we can see, you know, it's like, wow, that can be a fruitful mother or certain girls like big guys because like, wow, their animal instincts kicks in. It's like, wow, this is a protector in my life without them really knowing it. So there's a lot of subconscious talk within that. And so first thing I like to do, I kind of spew, spew my mind a little bit about that. And I'm like, I, I like to know where the girl's subconscious level lies if she has full control over it because she doesn't, then she's going to follow me. And I don't want somebody to follow me as a leader. I want somebody to be their own leader and then go from there. But a lot of women I meet, uh, they don't have a control of their subconscious. So they're just uh, really just kind of gunning for, hey, I have my wedding picked out since I was eight. I know what dress I'm going to wear. And these are the certain traits I look for in a man. But then besides that, that's it. Besides anything else. I think a lot of women are just scared to be alone because they're more emotional beings than us. Men are more physical beings. We love touching. We love seeing and stuff like that. And so, and I think there comes a compromise in relationships like, wow, well, you can do this if you're there for me. And a lot of relationships don't work out because the guy's not being emotional enough towards the women. So there's some give and take, but I, I don't like the math of the science with that and that in my relationships, because I, I want a girl to be 1000% full control independent. And uh, so I like to spew my mind and be like, this is my thoughts. This is the whole psychology of the brain of me, Loriano. And, and I like to see what her issue is. And sometimes they're like, they get scared because like, wow, you're, they see me as being this quote, smart guy. And one that's really attractive to them or two, it like, it scares them away. And I want somebody to more so just listen and take it in and then develop a response be like, wow, I see that. And this is how uh, I can mirror this. I mirror this in my own life and see this is what's happening. So uh, I'm just scared on the commitment level, man, because do you, uh, question, do you, do you apply that method of thinking to everything in your life? Like aside from just love, like decisions on doing anything or a business or like, do you always think like, well, what about in a year or from this? Like, do you do that with everything or is it just kind of this one thing? I do. I, I think from the, I always start my thinking from a subconscious level, like really deep inner level. 
uh it reminds me when i was little like i was like in my own certain state of flow where things just flowed naturally and i was just in it i was just like man like like i glowed because i was just in that flow but that certain flow was a lot of min- manipulation without me knowing what i was doing i kind of knew what i was doing but it was one of those things that it worked and the whole world I was in, it was working. And so it was like, I knew what to say and how to do things to, to get a reaction out of people. Uh, I can get other people to do certain things. And I, I knew what people were going to say before they said it based on what I was going to say. And so I've always played chess, but I'm more conscious of my moves now in the sense of, making the moves for myself rather than trying to control the whole board. And that, and I kind of value this time being alone. Like, look, I miss sex and I miss cuddling and I miss the physical part of it. Cause that's who I am, but I don't miss trying to, uh, I guess decipher somebody else's mind to fit in with mine. And so this has given me a lot of freedom to play with my own mind, my own board and my own occurrences. And so I kind of do that with within my own life. I do. Do you think? Uh, do you ever think like uh, that you'll shift your thinking or, or change like even the way you go about making everyday decisions? Uh, I think I do. I think I yeah. will at some point because uh, uh, I will. F- each day I kind of change and I progress in certain ways and I learn something new. And uh, but I'm also open to new ideas and possibilities as well but I just don't want to do them for the wrong reasons. But <laughs> I mean, there's certain yeah. things in my life. Like right now I'm, I'm starting to fully work out like a lot and it's just, and it's kind of one of those things. Why do we work out besides if, cause I'm pretty healthy naturally, but it's just like, it's to attract the opposite sex as well. So there's still yeah. some play on it. You know what I mean? And in, in the back of it. And so it's kind of a catch 22 if you ask me, but yeah. Only reason I ask is because I used to, I think I used to think more that way, mm-hmm. kind of the in depth thought about things. <clears throat> but I would say within the last maybe year, year and a half, I've kind of just went with a, uh, if it feels good right now kind of thing, right? So, yeah. like, and that's not even just love or relationships. It's, it's, if I'm presented with like another little business idea, I'm like, okay, that's, that feels good. I like that. Let's see what happens. Yeah, definitely. you know what I mean, and it's it's a uh, it makes me feel it doesn't make me feel better, but like I think it's helped me make decisions on things that are have nothing to do with big decisions, right? Like so it's just like oh no, this feels good, let's roll with this, or nah, something don't seem right about this, and being comfortable saying no to stuff, right? Oh, because yeah. like the opposite side of the in depth thinking is you can almost talk yourself into or out out of anything, you know? Right? Yeah. And no, I used my, to do that a lot. I would overthink shit and not actually do anything. <laughs> no, yeah. My in-depth thinking comes uh, more of a psychology standpoint on more like life in the universe. Yeah. But I, I leave my daily steps, my routine out of it. And I like. Yeah. See, yours sounds more productive than mine was. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't productive for me. Like I could literally, I would literally think myself out of doing anything. Right. And it, it, it just didn't, it didn't work out for me. Like it just wasn't a productive way for me, but yours sounds like it's a little bit more targeted, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, and I'm still trying to figure myself out to be the truth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's yeah. interesting. I've been listening to oh man, I listened to some great podcasts uh, uh, with uh, what's it, Tim Ferriss, and he's got a lot of like A list celebrities on there, and he kind of deep dives into a lot of things. And two notable ones, well, there's a lot, but ones that uh, pertain to this, there was a Tony Robbins one that was pretty interesting that kind of talks about split personalities and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was one with, uh, what the fuck is that dude's name from White Chicks that had the the fucking whistle and the glow sticks and the dance floor? About uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of saying how, how busy is a decision. And stuff like that. And I wrote that down because that hit me so powerfully. Wait, say that again. How busy is a decision? Busy is a decision. And I was like, that hit so hard on so many levels. And I was just like, wow. And it was just like, you can kind of take that anywhere. But uh, there's just something about being busy, but productivity within that busyness, you know? Huh. Yeah. I'm thinking about that now. It's a, uh, I think that, yeah, that kind of encompasses where I was at when I had to shift my method of thinking. Cause my fucking busy mind thinking about something mm-hmm. was not being productive and actually just making a decision or making a decision or making a sound decision. You know, I don't make every decision on the fly or anything like that, but hmm, I like that. Right. right. And kind of going back to what you say where like, you know, uh, where we all don't quite know what we're doing type thing. And it was kind of, and it was kind of mentioned uh, within one of those different segments I was listening to. It was like, somebody said, it's like a big CEO of a company who's worth like a million or billion dollars. He was like, he's like, man, even 70 year olds are still trying to figure out who they are and what they should be doing. Yeah. But the whole concept of it was like, just construct your own life. Yeah, well, I believe that you should be doing something different at 70 than you were doing at 50. Right, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that just changed. I I always believe that. Like, yeah, yeah, you got to be doing something different. Yeah, but even then, I think you still uh, go back into this philosophy mind. It's like, who am I? What am I doing? What's my purpose in all of this and stuff like that? And that's why I think you need to start today where you you construct the life you want to live. So that when you're 70, you're like, you you might have those questions, but no matter what, you'll feel content and happy because like, I don't think I've changed anything that I've done for the last 70 years because I'm here now type thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was just kind of interesting. And it was like, d- just, you know, don't negotiate with life. It's your life type thing. Go ahead and like take charge of it type shit. What do you think of guys like Tony Robbins? Oh, I kind of have mixed feelings about Tony, honestly. <laughs> he he reminds me of what I was in my 20s when we talk about playing chess. Yeah. So he's a master manipulator. That's yeah. what he is. And yeah. uh, that's what Gary Vee is too, uh, yeah. where they're using our attention kind of against us in the sense of they're making money off it. Like, <laughs> I, I get if you want to, do all this shit and be wholesome and stuff like that. But if you're an attention grabbers and then you're directing our conscious towards this and that, but it's, it's pretty, just pretty much hyped up psychology that we all should know. I mean, I would think we should 
know or think about, but they use it against us in a way. Like, this is who you are. This is this and that. And it's a lot of in your face. It wakes you up and like, now come to my seminar. That's $20,000 for a week. So he was on a young Jeezy's got a podcast right now called the recession podcast. Um, He was on there. Yeah. Tony Robbins was on there. Uh, He was actually, Tony Robbins was the first guest. This is a short run podcast. He's doing it in conjunction with the release of this album. Right. Right. And he's bringing on a guest to speak about each song. So they're good. Like the song, if the song is about motivation, like episode one was track one, you know what I mean? And so like this discussion behind that. And so he had Tony Robbins on there and I, I don't know. It's something about people that got their wealth by helping other people get wealth Mm -hmm. that bothers me. Like, I think when you you mentioned Gary V, I I was listening. I I, I understood what you meant, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't put Gary V in the same thing as Tony. Yeah. Because Gary didn't get rich helping people get rich. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah, just his dad. Would would say that again? I said, yeah, but just his dad. Sure. What I meant by that, from the population. Yeah. No, what I meant by that was he helped his dad move a product. Yeah. That's completely fucking different. Yeah. Tony got rich selling other people that they can get rich. Mm-hmm. Not a product. And from a state of mind, which I get, it's just. That's super weird to me. It all that anyone that does that, like that's solely what they do. Instant red flags goes off. It gets really weird for me. And I'm just like, I don't know, bro. So wait, all your net worth is tied to motivating people. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not valid. Trust me. Like, I I don't. I'm not saying that he's a scam. I'm not saying any of that. That's just it. It just gives me weird vibes, bro. Oh man, I we actually talked about this a couple of days ago, and there's a. It's kind of why the reason I'm infrequent on my own personal podcast, that I self reflect podcast. It's because I'm not quite sure the direction where I want to steer it in. I I yeah. want to I want to get my stuff out there in a sense of. Look, I know how m- the mind is really powerful and I want people to just take control of their own mind and I want to show them examples of different ways to do that. But at the same time, I don't want to do the Tony Robbins effect. Here's the thing. Here's the the key difference between you and him is product. Yeah. You have developed a product around this idea that you live your life by. By helping people realize something in themselves, you created a mirror T-shirt mm-hmm. that they can see for themselves. Yeah. So the message is to them. Yeah. All you're selling them is the the T-shirt, and that's the same thing that fucking Target might sell them, or that Walmart's selling, or American Eagle is selling. They're selling clothes. You have a product. Yeah. If you make a hundred million dollars selling T-shirts, you made a hundred million dollars providing a product for people. That wasn't tied to anything else. Right. I see that. Does that make sense? Like that's to me, that's the key difference. You have a product. Mm -hmm. The product could also simply be entertainment. 
And but is Tony, Tony Robbins entertainment? No, Tony Robbins doesn't take the entertainment route. He takes the evangelical preacher route. Yeah, it's I the think same problem I have too much, yo. It's the same problems I have with religion and these pastors that have mega churches and that fly around on jets. Mm-hmm. That you have to pay certain amounts of money to be members of the church. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's for the church fund. <laughs> Bro, I've seen some shit on Instagram that you can cash app this preacher to get an invite code to his Zoom sermons on Sundays. It starts at 125 bucks for a seat. And he says he's only letting a thousand in. And there's people in the comments talking about it says the tickets are sold out. I was on at this time. Bruh, what? Man, see, there's something within that. And I think we'll have to deep dive into that. Uh, it's just one day. It, it just it makes me it seems it feels nasty. I don't I, know why. I don't know I, why. I feel the same way. I, I think when you play with people's emotions for profit in a kind of a selfish way, and it's like now, if Tony was here, he'd be like, no, I, I, this is, I'm, I'm doing them service. And it's like, you know, you're pretty much a psychologist and they get to pay for that. But there is, there's something nasty behind it. So where it, he's not, he's empowering people, but then not empowering them at the same time, because he's kind of telling them, you need me. I, I need yeah. to be in your life. You, and, and I get it. What I'm trying to do, I'm trying to empower people where they can just, they, I don't want to be the forefront of anything. I just like, you got you're it. not though. You're no, no. Your product is. Yeah. You have a product. Your product is literally designed to do exactly what you want it to do. That's what a beautiful product is. Right. Was it? Were we going on three years ago when you told me that idea? Yeah. What did I say to you? Instantly. That's yeah. fucking golden. Yeah. What? Yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> Instantly on the phone, I said, "Oh, that's the one. That's it. Yeah. That shit is dope. That oh, I love that shit. That's dope." You have a product. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When they buy the product, the transaction is over. I feel weird they trying to sell that to product, though. I feel weird. Thing, I feel weird trying to sell that product. It sounds sounds so weird, but I haven't made money off any shirts in a long time, just because I don't sell it out there. I don't want to like. I just. I think it's the whole Tony Robbins effect. Yeah, no, I, under, I understand it. You don't want to be looked at like you're trying to jump on this thing to to profit off of it. Exactly. Because you're not, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's uh, there's it's that delicate balance, advertising, branding, and marketing. Yeah. It That's three complete different things and people don't understand the differences in it. And it's like uh, good companies with super fucking solid intentions right. struggle with with marketing and stuff because it's like no bro we just have this service or this product like this is who we are and it's like yeah but like people need to know so we might have to do some things marketing wise so people knows you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's a it's a it's so delicate to balance which is i think the beautiful thing is like brands are breaking through on social media now just giving access like storytelling right yeah yeah, you can, I, on district Avenue, I sell, I've got handbags that are handmade from this couple that live in the fucking mountains and they just hand screen print these bags and sew them together. Like it's so fucking sick. They look so good. Right. And 
she they just they're on instagram and you can just see how they're making them and you see her screen printing each one and, and it's before the only way she could probably you know advertise her shit would be pictures and just regular ads and you're gonna see that shit as another purse or handbag and keep the fuck scrolling right yeah but if you can see what goes into her making that shit and what it looks like when it's done it's like holy shit it feels that de- it feels better you feel like you know who you're supporting people know rachel she's she created this not just one of the million pictures of products that we've seen advertised to us we know her brand that's her story her marketing her marketing is 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 how she is doing this is the videos of her actually doing it it's the videos that have nothing to do with her products her hiking she made hiking bags because she hikes right so every now and then we just see posts of her hiking and she's not even carrying one of her fucking bags it's a lifestyle product she showed us the lifestyle her brand her marketing and her advertising is that Ooh, I like that. You kind of woke me up to something. I like that. It's it's the story, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, it matters. It really matters. And it's like only companies that don't, that aren't built on anything, companies that are built on bullshit, that's why they, they, they don't, there's no long-term growth in that. Because eventually you're going to run out of advertising. And then you're going to have to be a brand. And eventually you're going to have to open the curtains on what your brand is. And if it's built on some bull profit bullshit, simply profit, it's going to show. How many products can we name that just went, they were fucking everywhere. And now it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I remember that stuff. Right. There was no branding behind it. Now think about the amount of products that we know that people still purchase because of the branding. We know about the company. We know about the people behind the company. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, a million fucking electric cars can come out this year, but they ain't Tesla. (laughs) Right. They ain't Tesla because they ain't Elon. Mm -hmm. That's true. They ain't Elon because they don't have Elon's story. (laughs) That's true. Damn. Like that. Does that make sense? Like, or is I'm not going off on that? No, fuck, you've opened my eyes up and that's that's going to help me a lot here uh, after today because that's a, that's a big step. You're so right. Your product means to me. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the best here's the best fucking marketing I can give you, right? When we were having these conversations about your product that you, you created your product at one of your worst times in life. <laughs> yep. We were both broke. I was in the process of being evicted. You were literally about to go back to jail because you didn't have the money to pay your fees off. Yeah. This ain't no get rich quick nothing. You need you did this for yourself. That's true. I was living by myself. You was out there with no real friends because the people you were closest to was involved in that paint situation that ended up getting weird, right? Yep. 
So every day when we weren't on the phone, we needed messages for ourselves. That's true. That fucking shit is golden, bro. Damn, that is. And I just like, like- and so I, that's why I don't I don't if you do a podcast, sell that fucking product cuz that product is real. That brand is real and I know it. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, yeah. And I'm that's gonna- what separates you like from that shit. That other shit, that Tony Robbins shit. Yeah, that fuck that talk helped me out a lot because I wrote down I'm gonna change the whole podcast up because pretty much what I want to do now, which is hard to say with the t-shirts, I didn't want to sell shirts because it felt like I didn't want to slang something for profit. I wanted to just help people, and I wrote down I want to make I want I pretty much want to make self help gurus disappear. I want people to be their own gurus. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's just, you know, and, and why are people paying all this money to everybody else? Here's what branding is. Why? Why? Because we had to help ourselves and it was the most liberating thing we've ever done. Ooh. That's why. That's your why. So I want to make self-help gurus go away. I want people to help themselves. Why? Because I had to. And it was so liberating. And I know what's on the other side for other people if they just do the same thing. And if this fucking t-shirt helps them in a tiny way. Dope. That's what the, yes, that's the point. You see what I'm saying? That's <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Bam. I wrote that shit down too. I'm trying to tell you, man. You got you one. Right. Great product. I selfreflect.com. That's it. Order t- t- t-shirts, hoodies. <laughs> the first t-shirt you, know, you wear for yourself. Is the, uh, is the camo one still on there? It is. Be your own hero. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I like it. I'm going to upload some new ones here this week here. Probably about four or five new ones. Yeah, get them up. Because I'm going to get them up. Some people need this. I'm. I'm think I'm gonna order a few for people for for Christmas. I like that. I like that. Much appreciated. Yeah. Man, that's before, it, man. That's all I got. Hell yeah, man. That shit was fire. Shit. You know what I'm saying? God, that shit damn. came out of nowhere, baby. God, damn, and that was free. That's yeah, right. you know what I mean. Back, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if you'd like to donate money to the podcast, I'm just <laughs> please, please visit us on Patreon. <laughs> Uh, this motherfucker got this motherfucker got an army in his house with, with some COVID going on. Let's go. There's a ton of us. If for nothing else, for my sanity, <laughs> right? Jeez, fuck, I love these kids. I love these kids, but Jesus Christ, they need so much attention. From my one year old to my fifteen year old, dad, 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 motherfucker, figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> What's interesting is during winter time. It's not like it's summertime where you can be like, "Yo, just shoot some hoops." Yeah, I, mean, no. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, "Fuck, what am I gonna do, man?" Like, yeah, here, draw something, create a business or some shit. <laughs> Please, Lord, yeah, give me some what the fuck. Give me something funny. You got something? I know. You I gotta sound funny. You want to hear something funny or something a little less funny that is more on the piss off side? I'm going to give it to you both. Which one you want first? Let's do pissed off first. All right. That's good. Let's end on a good note. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I don't know how you feel about this gentleman that I'm about to speak about. Two days ago, he made a post. I'm going to read the post before I tell you who it is. Read the post and I'm going to see if I can guess who it is. You got it. Okay. Quoting from a post which is on Twitter and Instagram. I would like to thank my family, my friends, my supporters, and all of the media intellects for continuing to promote the facts surrounding my conviction. And then he goes, <laughs> uh, and then please tune in live uh, today on Facebook and Instagram, yada, yada, yada. And then has a quick uh, video of his past works of him being this funny man. Oh my God. Part of me wants to say conviction. Bill? That is it. J E L L O. Is he out? He is out. And he made a post oh, two days ago. Flew under the radar. Exactly. He's saying he wants to thank his supporters and all the media intellects for continuing to promote the facts surrounding my conviction. First of all, th- nobody's promoting anything. Bro. Second of all, facts. I don't know what the facts are. We don't want to know what the facts are at he this says, point. They will be discussing my appeal, my legacy, and my pursuit to humanize all races, genders, and faith. Okay. I don't know Here, why. This rubbed me the wrong I'm, way, though. Yeah, because, like, just die. That's what's next, Bill. Like, I don't understand why you think you need to... <sighs> He's pretty much trying to say, yo, I'm innocent, and thank you for believing in my innocence. Bitch, you got locked up for a reason. Like You went to jail. Yeah. That's that's literally the opposite of innocent. Yeah. And I remember I was thinking back. I was, like, laying in my bed before I was going to sleep, you know, trying to plan my day. But then, like, fucking this fucking tweet popped up in my head because I remember when I was little – I listened to one of his old CDs and me and a homie at the time, just like dying laughing over the comedy sketch on this CD. And I was like, fuck. And I was probably, man, I was probably like 13 when I listened to it. And I was like, damn, that was like 20 years ago when I was listening to it. And 20 years ago, it was probably right around the time all this shit in the middle of it was still taking place. And that just made me feel nasty. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And there's so many people that came out and said some shit. Even celebrities were like, nah, this motherfucker was, you know. Yeah, this ain't it. Crossing this, this, that ain't it. What, uh, fuck that nigga. Oh, yeah, exactly. So fuck Bill. Next. Yeah. <laughs> so your what the fuck of the news today is. <laughs> the- <laughs> I'm trying to see if I should just read you the title or read it something here. So. Hey, read the title. I'm going to try to come up with the story. It's kind of all in one encompassing, but it's kind of fucked up. So I'm just going to give it to you. Ready? So, and this just came out recently. It was like five days ago. And so China recommends flight attendants to wear diapers. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So like, uh, yeah, you you, what? You dumbfounded? Why? (laughs) All right. So here it is. So, (laughs) so the document, which includes recommendations for use of medical mask and other personal protective equipments drew attention 
online for one unusual suggestion. It is recommended that cabin crew members wear disposable diapers and avoid using the lavatories, bearing special circumstances to avoid infectious risk. And this recommendation comes after a woman flying from Italy to South Korea in August got the COVID-19 during her trip and investigators cited her visit to the bathrooms. The only place on the plane where she removed her mask as a possible cause her for her infection. Okay. First of all, <laughs> first question. I don't, why did she have to remove the mask? I guess she was taking a shit or some shit and took her mask off or something yeah, in the bathroom. That's but, but first, who, who would know that, right? Yeah, I don't know. Right. But even aside from that, like, I don't want my stewardess standing next to me taking a piss and or a shit. Right. Like, what the? And that's just weird, bro. The whole thing's just weird. Yeah, you want some peanuts? (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Ina's always on some weird shit. Right now, I'll pass. Oh, yeah, no, I'm good. Something's going on. And it's like. It's not like it'd be the first time that motherfucker took off her mask or something like that. In that plane, there's quite a few people. If it's not safe to take a piss on the plane, it's not safe to be on the plane. Exactly. Like at some point, we just got to be like, all right, this this is over. This is too much. Yeah. So they're going to help the flight attendants, but they didn't say anything about helping the passengers. Who the passenger was the one who sparked this whole controversy. Yeah just gonna make everyone wear diapers that shit is weird bro china's shout out to china for staying on brand with the weird shit i was gonna say yeah staying on brand that's it you shout out china one time because yeah but you know for for what it's worth again if it's not safe to use the bathroom it's probably not safe to be there and that's the same for the remember i don't know if you remember stores when everything first started shutting down yeah stores started locking their bathrooms for public use and i was like yo I can, so I can be in the electronics aisle, but I can't be in the bathroom. Doesn't make any sense. Like, I can't go. What if I want to go there and just wash my hands? Like, it's like us being in New York. I'm, it's I had to go ten blocks to the same McDonald's to, do, do yes, to use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and it's just crazy, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, if it's not safe to use the bathroom, we probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, people are just tripping in this world. It's like. I do have a a COVID theory that we can end on, though. What is it? So my lady got her test back. She's been in the same house with me and Mm -hmm. my son was confirmed positive. Mm -hmm. And hers is negative. But we think that she had COVID over the summer. Right. She didn't get tested, but we think we remember specifically a time where we think we both had COVID. Maybe you can't get that shit twice. They actually, somebody just got it twice, actually. And the second really? time, they, the second time they got it, they passed away. Damn. Yeah. It was my theory. Shit. <laughs> it would be a good one. Just immunity right there. Just go and get it. And I was like, cause I was like, there's no way you're going to be negative. We've all, we've all got it. Right. I mean, you got it. Is she negative right now? Right. She got the test back today, bro. That's crazy. Negative today. <laughs> well, a new theory might be. She got some superwoman blood in her. She's yeah, going to help the world. Recipe, you know. I don't know, man. It could be that. I don't know. But yes, yeah, it was. We were both like, what? Right. It could be some, you know, 
certain genes and certain people that just are immune to it, which would be kind of, kind of groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. So I'm still waiting for my Saturday test to come back. So if, so what happens if you test negative, what are, what are you going to do after that? Nothing. I'm going to stay right here in the house because my kids are quarantined. I'm just going to continue to quarantine. I can, I can run this quarantine out on into January if I need to. Like, right. My life is set up to where that's okay. Yeah. So, um, if she she got with a negative test, she can technically go back to work on the twenty fourth. Mm. Now she's got another. We're Christy? scheduling to take another. Yeah, she's scheduled to take. We ain't doing that. Yeah, I'll make her positive. But uh, <laughs> she's scheduled to take another test, like on the twenty first or something like that. And if that one comes back negative, she can go back to work. But if that one comes back positive, she's got another fourteen days at home, right? Yeah, and so we'll just see i'm home anyways just because even if i'm negative like my son's definitely positive so a member of my household is positive so technically we're still supposed to be quarantined right under the same roof type thing yeah so he'll get i'll I'll get him retested (laughs) on my 21st as well so you come back negative you leave the house and i'll come back in four weeks (laughs) yeah you got it you good We'll check on you. That's what it feels like to be grown. You alone, son. <laughs> Negative. So we going on vacation. Oh. That's right. And yeah. you can go to Atlanta where shit's still open. <laughs> Florida, Atlanta, any of them. They Florida never gave a fuck about COVID. Florida's still they wide open. <laughs> Bro. They was like, nah, it's cool. At the height of COVID, when they first started shutting shit down in May, yeah. we went to Florida. Yeah. They was like, Bro, I felt uncomfortable having a mask with me. <laughs> yeah, like getting looks and shit. I was like, maybe they don't know. Oh, look, he's a tourist. He's got the mask. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe they don't know about COVID. Like, All right? Restaurants open, dining, pools, That's- beaches, clubs, everything. I was like, yeah, they just don't. Maybe they got a different news down yep, here. <laughs> they really do. So what's interesting about that, when I did my traveling for a month and I went to a couple of different states, each station that I went on clicking on a TV was all different and promoting to that certain demographic of the city I was in. And I found kind of weird and really, really judgmental. Honestly, it was really biased on the area I was in. And I was like, I don't see any of this news in Oregon at all. It was kind of crazy. So they probably yeah. get weird shit. Like, go ahead. We don't need to close anything down, whatever, whatever. I mean, they was acting like over here. They was acting like the whole West Coast wasn't on fire. <laughs> right. The day you flew here to my house, yeah, we didn't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was it wasn't no, like yeah, it, they was done. Yeah, we and had towns like, burnt down and shit. That's crazy. Whole towns, and they was just like, eh. On other news, um, the Colts won. <laughs> like, right. The Colts, nigga. They're dying. They're losing everything. That's interesting. Yeah, we don't have like a universal uh, television program at all. We're kind of all getting different news. And we're all choosing who we get the news from. And they know we're choosing them. And so they're trying to feed us what they think we want to know. That is it. It's just kind of like using our data on Facebook. The post you see is directed to what they think you might like and, and go from there. It's a wild hemisphere, man. Fucked. I'm going to Puerto Rico, son. 
I tried to get you to go to Puerto Rico a couple years ago, and you was like, nah, I'm not going because I, I was down. Like well, actually, I, my flight ended up being like $300 more than you, and my plane are, ride was like 24 hours. <laughs> and I was like, let's do it. And you're like, man, we're just going to be there for like a day or two. We would have, though. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> I was down. You was down. You was giving me this whole, they don't have electricity bullshit. Nah, they like, got man. women. I was okay with that. They got the women. They got the beaches. <laughs> Let's get off of here. I got to take a piss. Let's do it. Wear your diaper, son. You already know. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a rate, review, whatever you want to do. I'm going to assume you're already subscribed to us. And if you're not, then just do it. It's right there. Do also it. the same Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. It is alerting of new episodes. Um, that's about all I got. Hopefully, some YouTube video will be coming really, really soon. Aside from the, the audio's on YouTube now, but like better, better other content style video. So that's all I got. Hell yeah. Uh, and on with the note, just reminder. You are blessed if you are alive today. Construct your own life the way you see fit and just live the shit out of that. No diaper included. This nigga preaching. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <All right>. go. <laughs>